Thank you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, and Ted. For our final earthly speaker of the day, we have another certificate holder with a spiritualist national union, also in teaching, and all the way from Dublin to be with us today. That's how special today is. All right? Quick word from people watching us online. After this talk, we will be discontinuing the stream. If there is anybody out there watching thinking they might want to come down and see the trance, please be advised it is a doors closed session. It'll be streamed live. You're happy with that? Okay. I promise I won't interfere with you, Mark. Correction. <laughs> You wonderful people. <laughs> you will have the trance stem streamed. But if you are thinking of coming down, the doors will be closed. All right? Are we happy with that? Oh, we are flagging, aren't we? <laughs> you won't in a minute, I'll tell you. Well, we'll see. I'm going to hand over now to the wonderful Susan. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um... So isn't it great to be here to say whatever I like? Isn't that interesting? He's giving me this podium and God knows what I'm going to say. But however, I have 3,000 pages to read to you, so we're okay with that. And I really am um, honoured and extremely humbled. I know I'm an old blow-in from Ireland, right? But I, I am part of spiritualism and the union of spirit and the sanctuary of that as well. So I am very honoured and very extremely humbled to uh, have been invited here to share my thoughts on spiritualism, the hope or the hopelessness, is it? The hope or the hopelessness, we'll battle with that word, word. And of course, my understanding of a rally, lads. You mentioned it, Estelle Roberts, one of my favourites. 10,000 people going, yes, I believe, yes, I believe. And here we are going, if we have 10 people, we're really happy. So, I mean, that was, that was back in the 1930s and 40s, wasn't it, when all those big rallies were occurring. And so that was my idea of the rally. So I wrote a rally talk. Okay, is that okay? Right. Whatever that may be. So um, I am as I said, from the Republic of Ireland. And it's really not easy to access local churches and spiritualism. We're very spiritual uh, in Ireland. I was going to speak then. In Ireland, we're very spiritual, but there are spiritualist churches and not so many centres. So I was very fortunate to find some, a couple of online ones that I really took to, which um, Poole was being one of them, because it was different. It felt different. It suited me. It fell in what I was thinking. It was incorporating change. And I really want to be part of this change as we move into our future. And so thank you, Laurie. I'm really very honoured. I might not say it to you, I might curse at you, but I'm still honoured <laughs> uh, to have been invited. 
And of course, that lovely, lovely team that is around you, I appreciate it also. Thank you. Um, now, I am a hopeful person. I suppose you can see by me, I am hopeful. And I live my life trying to stay in the optimistic lane. Now, there's lots of other lanes to choose from. So I kind of try and keep within that space. I use my humour. We all have a sense of humour, whether we use it or not. We all have patience, whether we use it or not. So I have chosen to move in this way. And ain't, I'm not easy. You, Laurie thinks I'm not easy. You want to live this and find out what that's like. But anyway, I do work to my best within hopelessness to see the hope. I absolutely do. And it, it does help me with my religious beliefs to incorporate that within. It sustains me. And so this is also where my stubborn streak helps. No, determination helps. <laughs> just to, never mind that. So, And I just try to bring these kindnesses and understandings to everyone that we are all equal in this. We may have differing understandings. We may have different experiences, but we're all the same. We're all the same. And I said earlier, stop comparing. If you see something you like, strive to be it. If you, I have a saying, and I share it all the time. Um, if, if, I, if I want to do something, I'll do it. And if I like it, I'll do it twice. But if I don't like it, I won't do it again. It's life experience, isn't it? So anyway, I, I, there's nothing like bigging myself up there now, lads, is there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do want to say to you, this is who you are. This is, I am part of you and you are part of me. And then, then we just get that knife and we strip it away. And we kind of go, no, no, no. So I'm the same as yourself. Now, I will tell you, um, it took me about three years to decide to move from Catholic to spiritualism. It's a big step. That was big for me because I was stating my choices publicly and I'm quite a private person, despite me here <laughs> standing up sharing all my words. So I'm saying, well, I really need to think about this. And I did then decide to, yes, I will become a signed up member. Whippity-doo, I will be this. And in my innocence and my naivety, I frolicked forwards into the spiritual life where love is abundant, where kindness is abundant. Everyone's looking out for everyone. Well, you all know what's coming now, don't you? <laughs> Crash, bang, wallop. I was heartbroken. I still feel that emotion. I was heartbroken. This thing I have been looking for all my life was presented to me and smashed away almost immediately. So I spoke to my mentor and sponsor and I said, I don't think I can stay here. I, I don't think I can be in this. And she said, you may leave. Well, of course I was leaving. <laughs> but she, so she wasn't saying it as a command. You may leave, but you will come back. Very, very, very wise woman, Violet Kipling it was, Margaret, very wise woman, and in back, in back I came. But I had a new rejuvenated sense of, 
let's look at where change can take place. We can all see where the change needs to take place. Why is it not happening? Do you see? Naive. Here I am. But I, I, you have a problem. Let's resolve it. Now we like our problems. Well, I don't like those problems. Let me step this way and this way. So we've lots of independent churches occurring because they can't stay within that space. Now, not all spaces are like that. Spaces are like the independent churches. They're fantastic because they are bringing their look, their view to the world. And while it might, might not suit everyone, it will suit some. So anyway, back I hopped. Back I hopped and uh, I decided this is a space where I need to fill. Now, I'm a very shy person. You can tell, can't you? <laughs> but I, I laughed, not laughed at you, but I laughed because I was the person at the back of the room in the corner don't see me but i want to listen and i want to learn and it is through our education and our understanding this is what we need to do so i i wonder do we wonder about it do we overthink ourselves and one of my um lovely tutors at one of the colleges at the college one time was lynn probert actually and i was frozen with nerves frozen and i said lynn how do I get through these nerves? Because because we care so much, we get so nervous. And she says, oh, I just say, Lynn, get over yourself. So I've used that ever since. It must be seven, eight years now. Just when I find myself in this space, I go, get over yourself, Susan. It's not about you. So I'll give you that. You can take it back with your psychic doggy bag as you leave. It's not all about us, but it is at the same time. Let me get a sip of water. Anyhow, there's me with all these ideas. Again, innocent, I say. Um, and I spoke to a person of perceived power, of power within the Spiritual National Union. And God, lads, it took me a lot of guts to build up that space so I can go and speak to this person. And I said, I thought I'd be listened to. <laughs> but um, what came back was, be the change. I have to read this because I wrote it. Be the change from within. Oh, okay. Well, well what does that mean? Because uh, this, you're telling me be the change from within. And I voice these concerns and I'm sharing these ideas. And I said, but that's the point. I'm not permitted to be where change can be made. Of course, that's within myself. I can change it. But in this other world. So all this interaction did was feed me, um, left me feeling extremely unheard and extremely frustrated. But yet here I am today. It has helped me to stand here and move forward. Um, and really to be part of the change that the spirit world wish to assist us and help us facilitate it in this modern day. So anyhow, I continued my training. Determination, not stubborn. I'm determined to reach a level of understanding where I can assist rather than desist. So I continued my training 
And one of my most wonderful teachers was Mavis Patilla, who became a friend also. Um, and particularly one of the trainings, I have to share this with you because I love it. It really assists me when I'll tell you what, uh, when I finish this. So Mavis was a bit, anyone who knows Mavis knows that she can be cross on occasion. We know that, don't we? So uh, she came in at the start of the afternoon session and she stood before us, this little woman who has such knowledge and such power and such belief and love of the spirit world. And she said, you are all going to die. Well, I tell you what though, I sat up and I put my listening ears on because, and just so you know, it wasn't an imminent death threat from the lovely babies. But she, she went on to say, when you do die in the human sense, you will meet everyone you represented on this earth as a spiritualist and a medium, everyone that you have voiced and said, this is who. And that was a game changer for me, really was, because in my mind's eye, I saw a line of spirit people wishing to chat with me. <laughs> so upon my arrival on Spirit Side of Life. So I really, at that point said, I do not want any of them, not one to say, you did not do your best to show and to share our words and our beliefs and practices. Whether I get it 100% right, it doesn't matter. It means I am trying my best from that heart space. Game changer, I'm just saying that. <laughs> I have to tell you that. So anytime I need that reminder as to why I am a spiritualist and what my role is, I see that long line of spirit people. And we need to understand our role as spiritualists. Um, we are the voice of the voiceless. We are the enablers of healing. We are the inspirers. We are the sharers of the divine spark of God that each of us is part of. That's quite phenomenal, isn't it? So anyhow, when spiritualism, spiritualism was born, it was supposed to be the religion that swept the world and transformed religion, religion. But since then, it can be said that spiritualism has stood still. And some might say, lost its purpose. Some say, not me, but some I have heard say, saying it is a religion of old people. No insult to anybody here, but we understand the idea of why they say that. So why? I'm the questioner. Why, why are they saying that? Is it because we remain embedded in the 19th century ideas? That's two centuries ago. Let's get it real. We're embedded in those perspectives, afraid to adapt and change and incorporate new ideas. Is it the old school tie system? We all know that one. We have that in Ireland as well albeit a green tie, but we still have it, where some are just looking after themselves and specific people and groups rather than sharing the way of spiritual, spiritualism in the wholeness it is meant to be. And again, I ask, why is this? What is the worry? So is the worry based on individuals who have their faith 
in this space and time the movement began. Fastened tightly to the don't mend what is not broken thought process, perhaps. Now, that is not a concern or a worry in my opinion. That is a fear. And fear has no place in spiritualism. My fear, I will share with you, is that if nothing radically happens within the next decades or so, spiritualism will only exist in the dictionary. And that's a sad, sad thing to think, isn't it? So in my personal work and life, I meet many people, many young people particularly come to me for some reason. <laughs> I get a lot of young people but also people of varying ages who are looking for their understandings of life, looking for a faith that can sustain them in their daily lives. And these modern days are the days that faith is needed more than ever. Hard and difficult times are present throughout the world, financially, emotionally and spiritually. So again, it does make me wonder all these spaces that are so readily available in the UK, why are they not brimming to the rafters? The need is present. Ah, aha, but some say the fault is the online services. How very dare you, Laurie? <laughs> <laughs> the online services are ruining everything, but I do not feel this to be true because I think it's a beautiful and welcomed addition. Because online services are without a doubt fantastic because they enable, well, they enabled me for a start to connect with Pool for, you know, wouldn't have done that because anywhere I come to England wouldn't be near Pool. Um, and so they enable people for many different reasons who cannot attend, <coughs> excuse me. Whoever's trying to get me silent, it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> it's my own self, actually. The shy girl wants to come up and I go, no, get back down. So um, I, I just like the online services and while they're wonderful, it, to be part of the community physically brings a completely different essence and sense of belonging. I'm going to keep asking questions. Why? Why are they not coming? It's, it's a pure conundrum. And I know communities are not as they once were. And people are more isolated or feel they are more isolated. So technology may be their only companions. But also, having attended a church and a centre, it may have left them wanting. So they're not willing to put any effort into travelling and attending to be in person. Um, I'm delighted with online services. I think you can see my glee as I say this. But the energy is here within the churches. But our churches are empty and young people are not interested because we are outdated and we're not offering or feeding the needs of today. So I hear again, so but why is this happening and what a shame, isn't it terrible? But I'm not hearing so many sharing the positive thoughts and processes and proactions that are going to change. Although I am beginning to get the rumblings now, I will say that in fairness. Um, it seems to be always somebody else's fault, isn't it? Somebody else's responsibility. Not me, it's not on my gig. No, no, it's not me. But we must look to the self first, um, which we perhaps don't do enough because we've got become complacent in that space that we're filling. But this is the way it always is. It's working, 
but no, it's not working, but it's working the way I want it. So it's about the I, not the we. So if we treat, and I actually like, this is my favorite principle. I want to just jump in there with personal responsibility. I can't, I can't tell you, if we only had one principle, that's the best. It's absolutely the best. Look within, listen to the within. We heard this today already, listen to the within. All knowledge can be received. I'm a bit preachy there, aren't I? I'll step back from the preachy, but you get it, don't you? We can facilitate change. Not if you're afraid. You need to look at the fear. Look within, find the solace. So, if we truly did listen to the spirit within, and the spirit beyond, of course, we may hear that we need to use modern words modern music and modern ways so that the people of all ages can relate relate now i am actually looking at churches and things around and i do see the resistance and i do try to understand i honestly do and, and again i will declare my naivety i go but, what, but why can't you but but why you know and excuse me this is nothing against you laurie i'll just preempt this sentence you cannot just change and paint the exterior with bright colors and a promise of something new inside and then they leave the inside unchanged it doesn't work our wonderful principles are on the wall and they can be very off-putting to someone new to the movement i mean they're not particularly inviting or encouraging to take them on as a creed but and perhaps they're also seen as old christian in their ethos now, they are perfectly understandable within the time frame of when they were received, and that was Emma Harding, Britain, and adopted then by those who chose spiritualism as their religion. But in all honesty, really, would any of you say, when discussing with a young person, say, coming in new, what is this all about? Well compensation and retribution hereafter for all the good and evil deeds done on earth with who no no because would you say that to a child who's trying to well what is it you do mommy daddy uncle person what do you do what is spiritualism and you say compensation well it's lost it doesn't mean anything and what does i'm just thinking of a new person coming in remember this we all know these and they are special to us but what does communion of spirits in the ministry of angels say to someone who has no idea of spiritualism and we as spiritualists know this because it's perhaps one of the key principles all religions believe in life after death but only spiritualism shows it true by demonstrating it um communication with departed spirits can and indeed does take place we need to make our principles relatable now i know this school of thought saying uh change them completely I, I don't fully agree with that i like them i like them they they have an ethos they have a power but if we're wishing to invite new people in could we not perhaps put a modern theme and put it on the wall beside our historically written ones and in that way, we are still respecting and honoring our past, but now we are also honoring our present. 
So what of the future then, huh? We believe in the eternal life, but have we perchance forgotten that this existence that we are now in is part of the eternal life? We're not waiting to depart this earth and go back to spirit world to live. We're actually living now. So how do you wish to live? Within your religion, within your ethos, which, within that spiritual self of you. And I know groups of thinking say, change the name from church to centre. Very progressive, I agree with that. And it's, you know, it makes it more welcoming. But then what, when the person goes through the doors and they're met with, the old-fashioned hymns, fire and brimstone inspirations, dusty outdated perceptions, and members who are in an in-group, fearful of new people that may bring change, and then disregard that person's inquiries and their needs. And yes, of course, not all churches are like that. I, I must say I know that to be 100%, but I've heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it, and it's not stopping. So where is spiritualism in that scenario? And let me get a drink of water for this one. <laughs> no, no, no. Many are expressing a dis dis dissatisfaction about the standard of medi mediumship, saying it's declining. So people won't attend the services and events. Oh, well, that's a valid point-ish. But spiritualism is not just a message from a spirit person who has transitioned to the other side. What about our philosophy? The inspiring words that can touch the souls of many. What about our prayers and gratitude and our healing, our belief in our God, our knowledge that we are too part of this God? Have our services and philosophy become boring perhaps? Has it become something that is preaching rather than sharing the love and guidance from the spirit world to aid motivation and hope in all that can be achieved within this human existence? Why are we not sharing the teachings of spirit today? Why are we still sharing outdated, outdated ideas as teachings? Silver Birch books and such like are a worthy read. I've read a lot of them. And I will, not, I will say to you, I don't agree with a lot of it, but I've read them. Hey, so, but why are we using this as teachings? We have, I mean, Mark is going to do some trance in a little while. They're modern day teachings. You're gonna to have to write a book now, Mark, aren't you? <laughs> Sell it off there on your little trolley thing. <laughs> but as we progress, Spirit world have progressed and our teachers and our advisors on spirit side of life are assisting us to do the same. So why are we not listening? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because we all know it, our senses or feel it at some level. So let me share a quote from a talk that Gordon Higginson gave on the spirit in spiritualism. And he said, as I see it, the spirit has gone out of spiritualism. It is all too often just not there. Once inspiration goes out, then the spirit cannot stay. And in this talk, he went on to say, many people complain that spiritualism and mediumship are not as good as they once 
uh, as they were once. They do not see that we have learned from and expanded upon the past, that life is different now. Families were more closely linked. There was not the noise, bustle and speed there is now. I also believe that spirit was breaking through then. It knew the need for spirit to be felt. And so mediums were born to play their part when the conditions were right for their development, as spirit wanted it, not us, spirit. Spiritualism and mediumship are different now, and that is right, because we are living in a different age. Now, whilst I am not completely sure when this talk was given, we can safely assume, safely assume, it's at least 30 years ago. And yet these words are still so apt for today, if, if not even more so. So the talk was generally about development of mediums and how the bigger picture needs to be seen. And in our early days, and I know people have touched on this today, in our early days, it took years to develop and understand what it means to work with and for the spirit world. And then these days, very few really want to put that required effort in. Yes, it is a fast world, I understand. And I agree that methods and understandings and how teachings are brought forward are, have progressed. But time and study is still required to bring the depth of knowledge to our work. It appears now that everyone wants to be the star. Ooh, I don't want to be the star. I want to be a voice, but not the star. The medium. The amazing person that brought mother back to life again, albeit for five minutes. But in the instruction of mediums, perhaps the spirit of mediumship has dissipated. The passion and reason for these communications are losing their sacred space. And under our watch, lads, under our watch, loyal members are being thrown aside, disrespected and devalued. And we need to remember that not all spiritualists are mediums. Many are workers for spirit in other ways. Assisting the church, making tea and coffee, sweeping the floors, tidying the premises. We're messy, we're messy. And they tidy up afterwards, so thanks lads. Arranging flowers so the churches look and smell beautifully fresh. Offering their healing prayers and energy long after the star medium has departed. Raising much needed funds for a roof repair or the costly general upkeep. Just to keep the door open for anyone in need. These members are living their truth of their religion. But what is the truth of our religion? Another question. It is not merely the understanding of the afterlife. It is not just attending a service once a week or twice a week. It is living life in honour and awareness of the spirit within and the spirit beyond. It is sharing compassion and the understanding that we are gracing this earth for the purpose of learning and sharing better ways. We need to look for and embrace progressive ways moving forward because while we see the seeking of spiritual understandings grow it is unfortunate 
unfortunate that spiritualism as a religion decreases. I, and I know this has been touched on, but I'm going to repeat it anyway because it is important. I have been told on more than one occasion when booked to do a service, oh, we don't want the philosophy. Well, they didn't say it like that now, that's a bit rude, but we don't want the philosophy. People just want the mediumship. And honestly, I just feel so deflated. I, I, I just feel it's an integral part of, of us, of our religion. So I do put in some philosophy. You and me, Anne-Marie, we're on the same hymn sheet there. I don't declare it to be so. And it is always, always, always welcomed. So it must be asked, Susan, of the questions. Who is saying we do not want philosophy? Why are they saying this? It is part of our religion. It is part of our beliefs. And it would appear to me, albeit a blow-in from Ireland, it is very much needed and wanted. So, if I dare say these words again, modern words, modern ways, let's not do a, a talk from, you know, 1930, Let's do a talk from 2023, incorporating all that is occurring around us. So we're not sharing the truth of spiritualism, you see. We're sharing bits. And then the bits become loose. And then those bits fall away. And the sad outcome is, is the lack of people within our churches. And that's the result of the bits just falling away. And now I attend spiritual services online, as already mentioned. And I'm very lucky that I can attend to have my sacred hour with my God. And it's, yes, it's wonderful. I absolutely love it. But we need people together in the community, having that physical experience together. So I'd say, don't look outside your doors blaming online. Look inside your doors and view what needs to be changed. The spirit world are guiding us. <coughs> Let us move courageously forward because our teachers and our advisors on spirit side of life will never do us wrong. Spiritualism needs to move with the times and meet the needs of people it wants to attract. It's more than just changing the name from church to centre, from changing the hymns and prayers to songs and poems. It is about defining what we have to offer and how we convey that. We are more than just a message and yet sometimes that is all we offer. It is time we fully embrace the needs of our communities to share our faith and religion as it meets the needs of today. The needs of yesteryear have been met and life has changed enormously since then. We've moved along and progressed and then we watch as spiritualism limps alongside, declining in the presence of contemporary everyday life. We become tired and jaded. Now I copied these next few sentences from the SNU website. I know not everybody's affiliated to the SNU, but I'll still share it. Evolution is not just allowing things to move on without focus. It requires a change in disposition to direct movement, which is necessary for growth and survival and further development of original ideas. 
The power of spirit in action is promoting evolution, whether we like it or not. But if we want to play a part in directing the evolution of spiritualism, we must act constructively now. Exclamation mark. So, those who authorise adjustments and modifications, etc., those who create and instigate the rules are fully aware that change is imminently required, otherwise it would not be on the front page of their website. Now, I also know that the present president of the SNU, Minister Jackie Wright, is extremely aware of the changes that are needed and is implementing them. She is the spirit in action and she is implementing and introducing change as we speak. Not a light task, we know that, but she has taken that on with sincerity, honesty, and anyone who knows Jackie, directness. So spiritual, spiritualism only has a future if it embraces change and lets go of outdated teachings. And the spirit world know this and are assisting us in creating new modern day pioneers and modern day spiritualism. And I have absolute respect for the work and sacrifice our pioneers of old um, because they built a religion, but that religion was fit for purpose for their lives. And now we must adjust it to be part of our lives. We all wish for a positive tomorrow and we all acknowledge that we have issues and challenges to overcome. And although there may be displeasure, resentment, and perhaps hostile behaviours, there's also that beautiful love, that beautiful compassion, and our faith. Our faith is profound. And in truth, many people do not hold optimism for our churches and centres uh, for the improvements that are needed. Uh, because the old ways seem so rigidly stuck. But as we, together and individually, strive to be the best versions of ourselves in the names of spirit world and spiritualism, I believe that with renewed determination and motivation, we can advance and make spiritualism a religion where people are not afraid to be in our company, where new members and newcomers are welcomed with openness and their questions and their inquiries are answered with sincerity and knowledge where members are permitted to live their truth and be recognized as a vital part of the movement so even though things might look a little bit gloomy i'm quite chirpy about them that's a good sign you we and you and i are living in a time where we can believe in the goodness and the meaning and the core faith of spiritualism we can be the changers we can be the initiators and the new pioneers with a renewed exciting hope for the future of spiritualism now i am finishing and i would like to i'm really glad of someone stopping talking now but i i would like to finish with um, a couple of verses from mavis batilla's favorite poem i really Mavis is in my heart, she's my friend and my mentor, and she taught so many people, and she taught this world so much of how to love 
without expectation of being loved back. Just give it anyway. So this poem is a Maori poem by um, Chieme Ranapiri. Apologies if that is not the correct wording, but it's my law. The sun may be clouded, yet ever the sun will sweep on its course until the cycle is run. And when into chaos the system is hurled, again shall the builder reshape a new world. Your path may be clouded, uncertain your goal. Move on for your orbit is fixed to your soul. And though it may lead into darkness of night, the torch of the builder shall give it new light. You wear, you will be, know this while you are. Your spirit has traveled by both long and afar. It came from the source and to the source it returns. The spark which is lighted eternally burns. So thank you for your time and thank you for listening to me and I'd be delighted to take any comments or questions should you have them and like Laurie said there's no silly questions only silly answers so I'll try not to give that for you <laughs> so if anyone has anything and it's perfectly all right if you don't oh hello um, I have a problem with this word religion I feel that religion is God in a box which is fine I feel that spiritualism is about God for all mankind yes where there is no restriction therefore I don't like for me I was a Catholic as well I don't like this word religion and I think it gets a lot of people backed up it does it does and I completely understand it um, I'm not afraid to say I believe in God I'm not afraid now to say I have a religion because it's my belief so it's the word religion that religion that has connotations with all the what has been messed up in this world, man's mistakes, um, and spirit are saying, well, we're still a religion. So as a, I am a member of the SNU, so it is part of my religion. We are a science, a religion, and I can't remember the last word because my mind's gone, but <laughs> the philosophy. So it's it's what is the fear of using the word religion? Yeah, but who's restricting that on you? I just think people, I mean, because I think through the ages, yeah, people have spoken about religion, and it's always about the religions that have created war and hate Correct. and restriction yeah. and bigotry. Yeah. And for me, spiritualism is about freedom. Well, you call it my freedom then. Don't call it my religion. Call it my freedom. It doesn't matter once you're comfortable in that. And I know what you're saying, that to invite new people in and have a look yeah. at it, and the religion is a bit scary because they're stuck and ensconced in other ideas of what religion is. But that's why we're trying to make them change within that movement and our movement to show that that is not true. But I understand it, and we all know that. We all know it. I've bleated on about that many times, ladies, I can tell you. But... If we make the changes that are necessary, it can be understood in the correct manner it's presented, do you see? But I completely get you, and thank you. It's a very valid point. Anybody else got anything controversial? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Spiritualism is a way of life. 
Cheers. Because if we are spirit and we come from spirit and we go back to spirit, that's the way of life and it's the way that the Creator has chosen. Yes. So it's a it's a cycle of life. Cheers. It's not a religion. It's that word again. Yeah. You see, the, what, what actually religion is, what you state when you say my religion is, is my belief is. Yeah. So what you stated there is my belief is. I say my way of life is. Yeah. So uh, that would be very hard to change <laughs> churches and centres. This is a, a spiritualist my way of life. Do, do you see? But again, again, I understand it's old fashioned, outdated <laughs> words and meanings. So we need to bring the essence of the truth. This is our way of life. Modern contemporary. Modern contemporary, I like it. Bit of a, a Spanish guitar played behind you when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else would like to comment? Yes. Um, do you think that some people fear of becoming, even asking some questions or just coming along to find out more about spiritualism is actually because a lot of what we see in films and television is a connection beyond the earth plane that is purely to apocalypse and evil yes. and never actually shows spiritualism for what we would only see it because we never see that in real life yeah. we never see spiritualism that is apocalyptic and evil well it's not going to get a lot of people into the movies yeah. this is our way of life we're all lovely you know, no, you know, if you mess with this, it's dangerous. That'll get people in. So I do know, also know, you see, if you go on YouTube or Netflix, I don't have Prime, um, might be on Disney, I don't know. There are programs about spiritualism that actually give truth and understandings, but, but they're not going to be a flyer in the cinemas. Nobody's going to spend a couple of million on making a movie about really nice people. Do you know? and their ways um, and when I, we are really good people nice doesn't declare enough of who we are we're human as well remember I said I say to myself Susan get over yourself get over yourself it's not about you but sometimes it has to be it has to be so I, I understand that but it, again it's about it's not going to make people any money to say spiritualists are wonderful people it will be great to leave themselves within that understanding. Uh, as I said, I'm an ex-Catholic. I went to a convent school. Lucky me. <laughs> Nuns taught me. And I said, as a child, I went, oh, that's who I am. So I thought I wanted to be a nun. And I'm not, <laughs> as you well know. And I'm not, but I am a spiritual teacher. So it, it just shows how this can be. So within that religion, so many poor horrible, awful things occurred that were not spirit-driven. But they'd make a great movie from it. Do you see? Because it, people just love misery, don't they? Misery loves miseries. And so we don't provide misery. We provide truth. So I, I get it. But again, it can only be through the changes that we can implement now to get us out of those, I suppose, I reckon if I was back in the 1920s, I'd be a suffragette, right? I reckon it. But I'm here 100 years later, so am I a modern-day suffragette? I don't know. I wouldn't be taping myself to any person or any wall because I, I want my escape route. But see, so we need to bring this. We need to voice it. The fear of saying it is a religion 
holds us back. But I like these new words. We'll incorporate that, why not? I'm not an implementer of the big change, but I'm an implementer of change within. So we can do that also. That makes sense, that answer you. Okay. Hello. Uh, um, do you feel that there's room for um, changing the format of the services and perhaps bringing people who are willing from the audience, uh, the congregation to come in and, and, and read or this type of thing so that breaks down some of the perception of the churchiness of things? I'm not quite understanding that question. Let me, just let me, so, I know in, in Catholic churches and other religions, they bring lay people in. Is that what you mean, lay people? But we're all lay people. Yeah, I meant the people that actually uh, come along to the church. So it becomes more of a community type Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Well. So you have the medium and obviously the chair. But Does that not happen? It generally sticks to a format, doesn't it? But it's broken out on the family gathering. That's, we, 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 we yeah, but, with that. but if you can read or you can speak, or you can under stick help people understand you. Why can't you stand and offer your own thoughts or readings? I'm asking, would that type of energy coming in start to help to change things? Because it has you believe it does, don't you? You believe yeah. it would. So why wouldn't other people believe it? I'm asking you. What you oh yeah, well, yeah. I, I'm just saying you <laughs> okay. want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get a spark going yeah. here. <laughs> Abso absolutely yes is my reply to that. I ran my own spiritual service for a year. I said to Spirit, I'll give it a year. I was in Dublin. And I got um, people who had an understanding of spiritualism, not specifically SNU. They had a great understanding. Um, Catholics, Protestants, it didn't matter what religion they were. So I invited them to speak so it's nice to have differing uh, views and differing ideas absolutely um I, I can't see the difficulty other than what i've spoken about people don't want change people just don't want change now i if i was running my service and i had someone walk through the door saying i want to read tonight i'd say well maybe next week let me chat with you so i wouldn't want it that loose no. but yes yeah, certainly i don't see why not but you must think it to be true as well, to have that thought in your head, and wanting so. to bring change. It's, it's about uh, it's people empowering themselves yes. and self-responsibility again, yeah. but seeing it on platforms. And being part of the community, actually yeah. being actively part of it. It's good today with the different parts of the service. <laughs> not all discussion is around, and not all rounds are discussions. Um, if, if I may interject, you keep over the cap, that's fine. I keep hearing, you know, people having the issues with the words like church, religion, absolutely fine. Spiritualism is an experience. You come to a service, you experience that service. You experience the philosophy, you experience those connections being made, you experience that connection through the prayer. You know, we do tend to bog ourselves down with words. Yeah, because we like to put things in a neat little box. A lot of things in life you can put in a box, like a cat, Schrodinger's cat, there you go. 
Spiritualism is outside of the box. It has always been a religion, a movement, an experience. Don't forget, churches petitioned for many, many years to become a recognised religion so that we could have a church. But we pick on these little bits, the little bits referred to, little bits that fall away. The bits that fall away. We are activists. Change comes from us. Don't complain about the lack of change. Be the change. Yes, like was said, be the change from within. No, just be the change. There's no need from within from because you are the change. So if that is something that you feel could be worked at, present it and, and see how it's received and then you'll know. Having to be a religion or a, a petition to become a religion, rather than having spiritualism as an open concept, if you like, with different um, beliefs, it, 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 it had to have religion to be able to be able to get that through Parliament. Defined by the laws of the land. To yeah. have yes. a church, you must be a recognised yeah, religion. religion. To or to go for a charity religion. status, you yeah. need to be a religion. You also need yeah. a mandate. Or a, yeah. a mandate, sorry, yeah. not a religion. So, anyway. Uh, yes, yeah, so thank you very much. Because <laughs> we have yeah, the. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the cat was going to help me there, but no, it's good stuff. <laughs> Does that um, mean she's I gone away? Yeah, yeah. Is that an Irish phrase? Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got about five minutes. Is that? Yeah, five minutes. If you need a wee, if you need to go home, go home. If you need to stay, please stay. Uh, and then it'll be Mark's demonstration. And then we're going to move the chairs. You're going to sit in that, aren't you? No. You're not? You're going to do it then? No. Um, I'd like to be in front of you. You've been in front of me. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. I want to stop. So I'm going to offer a couple of inch things.